everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie. Yeah, we're going to check out another movie here while I'm driving my car, even though I'm not really driving my car today. I kind of wanted to push this one through, so this one was not on my calendar for this week. I already had the whole week laid out. And I decided to go ahead and drop this movie for you because there's only about five days left that you can check this one out on Tubi, uh, if you're so inclined. And the movie we're going to talk about is from 1985. It's a sci-fi horror flick called Biohazard. That's right. <laughs> Biohazard. And it's directed by Fred Olin Ray, which really explains everything you need to know about this movie. Um, it's pretty cheap. <laughs> it's pretty cheap. And uh, it's a weird scenario with, with his flicks. This one in particular, because it's like... Maybe you spent money on the acting, because the acting is not terrible in this one. Some pretty decent acting, but it's everything around them is cheap. <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of the story I got of this one is, you know, the acting, I was like, you know, the, the, these are pretty legit as far as the acting goes. It's just everything they're, that they're around is just cardboard and kids running around in alien outfits. <laughs> That's pretty much this movie. If you don't believe me, <laughs> listen to this uh, synopsis that I found. An army guy. <laughs> an army guy. An army guy with a giger counter and a, and a woman with ESP track a monster from another dimension. Come on, guys. If that doesn't make you want to check it. The fact that it's just an army guy. Don't tell what rank, doesn't matter, but a woman with ESP together to hunt down a monster from another dimension. <laughs> there you go. Um, the thing about this, too, you got Angelique uh, Pettyjohn in this. Apparently, it was a big uh, burlesque star back in the day. She was on uh, one of the early episodes of Star Trek. And... I'm pretty sure when they approached her about being in this movie, well, you know, uh, we're going to make you wear a wig, right? But, and she probably agreed to that. You know, that happens all the time. But I really doubt that they told her that it was going to be a $12 wig from Party City <laughs> that she was going to be wearing because this thing is atrocious. And, uh, I mean, from the first time you see her, you're like, yikes. This is what they said. Yeah, go for it. One thing I will say about this movie, especially at the end of it, is there's end credits like it's, you know, Cannonball Run or Smoking the Bandit. It's got a lot of outtakes. So, obviously, this movie is not taking itself seriously and, and, and having a lot of fun. With that being said, this is not really a good movie. Um, it, it, it's so just kind of paint-by-numbers as far as how the story moves along. It's... Uh, <laughs> it is what it is, right? But I love the fact that they've got the uh, some people from the military down in this uh, science lab in the middle of nowhere, and they're going to do some test runs. The scientist is trying to sell them on this new technology. And he's basically taking this girl with ESP and put a, I don't know, spaghetti strainer on her head and... Uh, it's got her hooked up to some wires that run out, out in the middle of the desert for some reason. And just like any time you're going to do any kind of presentation for somebody or how something works, 
it works fine until it's time to use it for the presentation and then it doesn't work that's exactly what happens here so good a guy's out in a biohazard suit repairing the lines now why no idea <laughs> i mean we saw a guy earlier the mill the, the army guy that just shows up he's you know following his duties here to this location as well but he just shows up riding in a jeep or whatever no mask no nothing but there's a guy walking around in this biohazard suit trying to repair the electrical lines that makes this whole process work and you know wow this thing is they finally get it up and running even though the guy out there in the field says hey uh, give me a little more time i'm not ready and they throw the juice to it and of course it electrocutes the dude and at the same time the woman with ESP stares into a painting of a starscape. <laughs> it's just open space, but it's obviously a painting and not a great one. And then she goes into the game of Tetris, Tetris for a second. And then uh, it shows the dude outside in the hazmat suit frying and turning into some kind of mutated skeleton thing. And so, yeah, it didn't go too well. Needless to say, the military takes this box that apparently all this has to do with, and you can pull things from other dimensions out and put them in this crate. It's basically the best way I can describe this. Needless to know, uh, needless to say, they didn't know that they grabbed a a monster, some kind of alien monster that is obviously a I don't know ten year old kid in a suit it's very small it's very quick it basically runs up and smacks people in the face and the face you know gets all tore up and gushes something out of it and that's pretty much the premise for this right they had to have a reason to get the monster in the movie they got it now we're chasing the monster um the uh, the lady with the uh the wig doesn't mind showing off her body, which, you know, she does in fantastic style. I love the fact that the Army guy is like, well, I need to follow up on everything here. I just need a place to stay. Well, instantly they're at her house. Now, she has never met this guy before in her life. And they're talking while I think he's having supper or whatever. And then straight out of that, it's like, well, what do you want to do now? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I mean... They've known each other, I don't know, 20 minutes. Of course, he, you know, the girl's like, what do you want to do? And he says, well, read my mind. <laughs> so, I mean, again, this is, it, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's making fun of itself. It, it knows what it is. And, you know, for that factor, it's pretty fun. My favorite scene has got to be this guy that's working in his garage. And uh, he's soldering something. And he's got the biggest bag of potato chips I've ever seen in my life. It's a big bag of Ruffles. And it's like family reunion size. <laughs> this thing is enormous. And uh, why? You know, he's on. he's got a little card table and he's doing some soldering under a light that's hanging overhead. And this humongous bag of chips. Ridiculous, right? But he runs inside. Uh, thinks he hears a noise and his wife or girlfriend, whatever she is, 
is uh, in the bathtub. But the thing is, is the shower curtain is closed. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody that if they're getting in the tub, they don't close the shower curtain. There's no sense in it, right? Just saying. But it's for this act of him being able to pull it back, and you think the monster's going to be there, and it's another naked blonde, which is, you know, okay in my book. And uh, dude decides that he's going to just jump in the tub with her, and then while he's in there, he takes clothes and all, just jumps in. Then he just backs out and realizes that he left the soldering iron on. Well, guess what? When he gets back to the, the shop or the garage, the alien is hanging upside down and reaches down and grabs him by the neck, pulls him up, chews him up, I guess hangs him in the rafters, and then the naked blonde comes out and is looking for him and finds him dead. It's that kind of movie, right? But it's my favorite scene because, again, just this bag of chips, man. I just, I'd love to see some, you know, behind the scenes stuff of. Where did they find this bag of chips? Because I've never seen one this big, especially in 1985. Um, there's there's a couple of other scenes where uh, this farmer guy is driving with his mother or mother-in-law, whatever she is, and she just won't shut up, and they accidentally run over the alien. He picks it up, puts it in the back of his truck, and says, We're going to be rich! We're going to be rich! <laughs> And needless to say, the alien's not dead, or the monster's not dead. And uh, so, yeah, there's there's another one gone. There is this other scene where, oh, oh God, the, the scene where the the girl with ESP is making her move on the guy, and she's half naked, and all of a sudden the phone rings, and it's for this army guy. And it's his buddy saying, hey, this canister that... that that came from over there is growing in size and I don't understand why. And so while he's talking on the phone, she's just rubbing all over and stuff and won't leave him alone. But eventually he's like, look, we got to leave. We got to go take care of this problem. So they go over to this guy's place and they open up his canister, which is basically a cardboard cylinder with a folded piece of cardboard on top. And it's all painted gold. You can see the tape and everything holding it together just been spray-painted over. And uh, they open it up, and this little bitty monster comes out of it. Uh, kind of slug-like, but it's got a face like... Remember when the dogs mutate and the thing? It's kind of got that kind of face on it. And it jumps up and kills one of the guys there. The army guy pushes it over to the side and smashes it with a hammer. Where he got a hammer all of a sudden, no idea. But that's the weapon of choice. And obviously it ripped this guy's throat out and he's dead. And what it has to do with the rest of the movie, no idea. It doesn't make a lick of sense. It's just another way to kill somebody and throw some more cheap special effects in here, right? That's pretty much it for this one. Uh, if you like super cheesy, low, I mean, I'm talking low budget movies. And again, I'm really surprised that usually it's, it's, it's a, it's a whiz banger, right? It's all the way around. It's going to be cheap, everything. I'm really surprised at the acting, even though the dialogue is a little wonky at times, the acting's not terrible, but the surroundings just really kill it. <laughs> I was really surprised with the science lab because there was a lot of 
It looked like a lot of blinking lights, but now that I recall, I don't know that they were actually blinkings. I don't know if they were just panels that were painted, but that lab didn't look too terrible, but you could tell it was just a thrown together, you know, set piece. So, uh, that's about the only thing it had going for it. These locations that they used were obviously just middle of the night. Hey, I know somebody's got a house. We can shoot this scene in. Let's go do it. Right? Nothing wrong with that. I love guerrilla filmmaking. I mean, I do, but, you know, uh, I'm glad to see at the end of this, this movie doesn't take itself seriously. So, if you kind of like that aspect about films, and you don't mind a movie that who cares if it makes sense or not, just show me something crazy. This is kind of entertaining. Uh, is it great? Not by a long shot. Uh, but can it be fun? Sure, it can be fun. Uh, will I revisit it? I don't know. But uh, if you're a fan of these kind of flicks, here you go, man. You got a good five days here this week to check it out. And remember, I'm pushing everything else back just so I can put this out there so you can make sure that you check this one out if you want to. I'm sure there's people out there that actually has this on Blu-ray. And uh, I don't know. Uh, every movie is somebody's favorite movie. I, I had a... Rob G. told me that. And he's he's right. Somebody Somewhere out there, his quote was, somebody out there or somewhere out there is a person whose Van Helsing's is his favorite movie. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. So here you go. If your favorite movie is Biohazard, I'm not knocking it because I know what it is. I've definitely seen worse because of being on short bus cinema. But uh, this one would definitely be a fun episode for that show, absolutely. So if you like this kind of stuff, it's on Tubi. You got a few days. Check it out. I'm going to give this a... Uh, I'll still give it a 3 out of 5. Um, the ratings on it elsewhere, like if I look on IMDb, it's 3.6 out of 10, which is probably more realistic. But being I got a soft spot for these kind of flicks, and I'm doing a, a you know a count of 5, I think it's right in the middle. I, I liked it. Didn't love it. Barely liked it. But there you go. I've seen a whole lot worse, so maybe you can check this one out. Maybe you can make some sense out of it and let me know what this movie is really about because I'm still a little jaded on some of it. But there you go, folks. Hope you have a good day, a good night, whatever it is you're doing at whatever time it is. And we will check you later.